Hello and welcome to another episode of Victor's Corner. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, one half of the Codex Prime podcast. It is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Um, as you can see, uh, this week we will not, we are not having a full episode of the Codex Prime podcast. Uh, Carl uh, had to step down for this week, but uh, hopefully he'll be back for next week's episode. Uh, so I'll be holding down the fort tonight, and uh, we'll be talking about the uh, Royal Rumble uh, 2023 from this past weekend, as well as the uh, newly announced slate of DC Universe films, which was just announced today uh, from James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran, uh, as per the Hollywood Reporter. Um, as we're as I'm starting the uh, episode, uh, just making sure that we're all set up here. Cool. Uh, just want to give a quick shout out to our uh, friend of the show and sponsor of the Codex Prime podcast, Afton Ward of Infamous Customs. That's M-F-A-M-U-S Customs. You can follow her on Instagram as well as infamous.com where you can order all sorts of Codex Prime t-shirts and apparel as well as customizable t-shirts of your own design. Just send it. Just head on over to infamouscustoms.com, follow her on Instagram, and you'll, and you'll get some really cool kick-ass t-shirts. Uh, uh, designs and t-shirts and hoodies you name it and a bunch of other knickknacks as well uh so yeah uh here we are once again we're doing it up in the nerd verse um yeah and we'll, we'll just we'll just get into the proceedings here uh for those of you uh watching uh, uh watching my uh uh background uh yes this past uh saturday uh the royal rumble uh took place um let me see I, sh I should have had all my uh, uh, details scoot. Okay, here we go. So yes, uh, uh, this past Saturday, the Royal Rumble took place at the San, San Antonio, Texas, in the Alamo Dome. Um, about over fifty-one thousand fans in attendance. Uh, this this year's Royal Rumble, um, I'm glad to say, was much better. Far and away a superior show to last last year's show of Royal Rumble 2022, which was not very good. Um, last year's show uh, saw um, two winners that I was pretty nonplussed over, you know, Brock Lesnar for the Men's Rumble and Ronda Rousey for the Women's Rumble. This year's, this year's winners, while, while they were expected, they, they were certainly much welcome additions to this year's uh, Royal Rumble winners. Um, I will say that uh, for the Men's Rumble, the Men's Rumble, which, which kicked off the event, was very good. Uh, the MVP of that event was Gunther, the Intercontinental Champion, who actually set the record for the longest participation in the Men's Royal Rumble match at 1 hour and 11 minutes and 40 seconds. So that's the longest time that a wrestler has spent in a 30-man Royal Rumble match. The previous uh, record holder was Rey Mysterio, who spent 1 hour and 2 minutes and 15 seconds in the 2006 Royal Rumble. And so like the men's Royal Rumble kicked off with uh, Gunther at number 1 and Sheamus at number 2. So they were continuing their rivalry uh, uh, to kick off the Royal Rumble contest. And man, I gotta say, Triple H is doing such a bang up job of of really preserving the badass mystique and the imposing uh, image image that is uh, Gunther and presence rather that is Gunther. And after seeing his performance at in, at this year's Rumble, it's just a matter of time. 
before Gunther becomes either WWE champion or Universal champion. And I really want to see him hold either one of those two top titles within the next two years. Because with a performance like that, man, it's, it's just absolutely mad that he went through basically an Iron Man match plus sudden death. Like, you know, just you know, nearly 75 minutes into the contest. Um, but the but the big winner uh, for this year's Men's Royal Rumble was Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, coming in at number 30. And, and you know, Gunther, him and Gunther actually put on basically a full-on match. You know, uh, Cody Rhodes has, has, has returned since um, his, uh, since having to step down uh, due to injury, uh, wrestling, wrestling a whole Hell in a Cell match against Seth Rollins at last June's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, torn, uh, torn bicep off the bone. He's come back after six months on the shelf, and him and Guther just had a bang-up uh, mini match uh, right at the end, where they were the last two men standing. Uh, Guther was just chopping away at that pectoral muscle, so there's a little bit of concern about whether or not Guther was going to pretty much tear that entire torn entire pectoral off of uh, Cody again but uh, Cody prevailed uh, uh, by throwing Guther over the top rope and he's going on uh, to Wrestlemania 39 where he will be challenging Roman Reigns for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championships now more on that in a bit because I have some interesting uh, there's some there's some interesting directions where where that could go too Uh, so yeah so yeah big ups to Cody for Cody Rhodes for um, making his triumphant return winning the men's rumble and we'll be seeing him in the main event at WrestleMania 39. Uh, the big winner, uh, for the women's Royal Rumble match was Rhea Ripley as predicted by a lot of fans, myself included, uh, Rhea Ripley. Uh, she actually set the record, a new record for the longest time spent in a women's Royal Rumble match at one hour, one minute and eight seconds. Uh, the previous record holder was Bianca Belair, who lasted 56 minutes and 52 seconds in the 2021 Royal Rumble. Uh, Rhea Ripley started at number one and ended the match uh, as the as the as the victor. Uh, Rhea Ripley uh, she made her made her appearance on Monday Night Raw last night and actually uh, laid down a challenge to the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. Uh, that ties back to a couple of years ago where Rhea Ripley was the NXT Women's Champion and defended the championship against Charlotte Flair, but unfortunately was de- was defeated by the uh, queen um, of the women- SmackDown Women's Division. I think it's going to be rather interesting seeing, seeing that... Uh, storyline come full circle Rhea Ripley I believe is going to emerge victorious and it has to be a decisive win over Charlotte Flair at Wrestlemania 39 I think that they're going to have a banger of a match I believe their last match uh, at Wrestlemania was a was Wrestlemania 36 back in 2020 so and and they, and they had a very good very good contest as well so I expect big things for for their upcoming match uh, this April, and Rhea Ripley, I think, is going to have an even better reign as uh, SmackDown Women's Champion uh, once she wins the top prize. Uh, with the uh, there weren't, although there weren't any huge surprises in the men's Rumble, although we had a, few, a couple of um, a couple of nostalgia pops like with Booker T coming in um, and doing his spin a Rooney, uh, we had a, we had several um, NXT. Uh, uh, appearances in the women's rumble, like the NXT Women's Champion Roxanne Perez um, and Zoe Stark, among others. Um, 
certainly the certainly the least uh, welcome surprise to the Women's Royal Rumble was Nia Jax uh, coming in at number thirty uh, when her music hit. It was just, I, it was like I just felt all the enthusiasm just deflate like a balloon, and I'm like, are we really bringing back the um, the the personal injury lawyer's best friend Nia Jax into the mix? In, in, in Triple H's WWE. Um, from what I understand, um, it's probably just a one-off appearance. Um, I don't know if she's re-signed with WWE, but at this point, I think WWE's women's division it has is in a much better place. I don't see Nia Jax really fitting in anywhere uh, in that division, and I think... And I think it should stay that way. Um, I loved seeing Asuka, however, make her return as the murder clown Kana with the with the Kana uh, face paint and makeup, and just seeing like a, a, a crazier, deadlier version of Asuka, like the one that we've seen in her in her Japan days, is going to be rather interesting. Um, looking at the comments here, uh, shoutouts to Angela Marandola, another friend of the show. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? Um, Angela says, I think Rhea and Charlotte is going to be great. They're so well matched. I absolutely agree. Uh, they did put on a very good match, I believe, at WrestleMania 36. So I expect a lot of good things once they uh, perform in front of a crowd um, in Los Angeles. Uh, but again, Rhea Ripley has to take that championship. Um, Charlotte Flair, uh, she's already a 14-time women's champion. Um, they're gonna make. Uh, she's gonna. She's two reigns away from uh, becoming sixteen-time champion, and you know it is what it is. But you know, uh, even though I'm not the biggest Charlotte Flair fan, I do have to give her props for being, you know, a, an, an amazing athlete. And her and her and Rhea Ripley are gonna mix it up really well uh, at, at the at the pay per view. Um, so yeah, so yeah, uh, big, big winners there for both Rumble matches. Uh, the other three matches, um, they were, they were fine. They were serviceable. Uh, we had the, the Mountain Dew pitch black match with, uh, Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight. Yeah. And, um, at this point, I gotta say, I mean, the, the match itself was fine. I mean, you had Uncle Howdy, uh, do a coffin drop at the end of the match, um, um, onto LA Knight on one of the uh, platforms in the crowd, and Bray Wyatt won the match. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of fifty-fifty uh, on Bray Wyatt in the sense, in the sense that I think that he's got a lot of creativity in terms of his character, in terms of his presentation. But at the end of the day, it's all about what 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 you can actually do inside the ring, and. You know, granted, Bray Wyatt's never been like the flashiest wrestler. You know, apart from you know the makeup, the mask, and and all this. I think that I think that the whole, you know, Uncle Howdy storyline has kind of been dragged out a little too long. I think by now we should have, uh, we should know who's under that Uncle Howdy mask. Um, I don't know what the end game is with that whole Bray Wyatt verse uh, uh, deal. I don't know how Alexa Bliss might factor into it at all, if at all. Um, but right now, I'm just sort of indifferent with the Bray Wyatt character. It's just, it's just, okay, you know, what else you got, you know? But, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully Triple H has something in the bag. Uh, hopefully there's like a, a, a long-term um, uh, payoff that we'll eventually see. And, um, 
maybe I'll be proven wrong. Uh, we also had, and speaking of Alexa Bliss, uh, we had a standard match against uh, Bianca Belair, the Royal Women's Champion. Of course, Bianca Belair retains. Um, that that was that was um, a foregone conclusion. Um, I'm wondering uh, who Bianca will face at WrestleMania 39. Perhaps either Becky Lynch if they're going to mix it up in a rematch, or perhaps Bailey uh, might might. Uh, might mix it up with uh, Bianca, or there could just be a, uh, a triple threat match between Bianca Belair defending against Becky and Bianca, both of whom have a legitimate uh, claim to the Royal Women's Championship. With Becky, you know, tr- maybe trying to avenge her her loss from last year's uh, WrestleMania. Bailey, being the, the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, maybe she wants to start uh, a new reign as the longest reigning Raw Women's Champion. Uh, there's a there's a lot of lot of potential storylines. Uh, uh, storylines there that you can um explore with those three um and then but then of course i i'd be absolutely absolutely remiss if we did not talk about the conclusion of the 2023 royal rumble event where we saw roman reigns defeat kevin owens and give kevin owens the biggest ass whooping of his life and we saw Sami Zayn, the honorary oos forced to finally make a choice, to finally take a stand. He's in too deep with the bloodline. Uh, the Usos handcuff Kevin Owens to the ropes after giving him a sad super kick party, a dozen super kicks to the face. Kevin Owens is, is, is handcuffed to the ropes. Roman Reigns is about to deliver the finishing blow with the chair. Sammy stops, stops him and says... And tries to talk him down and says, hey, you're be- this is beneath you. Please, just just let it go. Just Kevin Owens is already dead. Just just let him go. Just let it be. And Roman says, you know what? You're right. Hands him the chair. You should do it. And, man, just seeing the agony on Sami Zayn's face, what choice will he make? Will he deliver the killing blow to his frenemy, Kevin Owens? And therefore solidify his ties with the bloodline? Or would he do the right thing? Will he step up against the tribal chief and the head of the table? Apparently, um, Sami Zayn made his choice and he whacked Roman Reigns in the back with the chair. And and the absolute pop, the reaction that we heard was unlike any pop I've heard in a long, long time from WWE. Like... I'm pretty sure like a couple of the crowd microphones blew out because the the pop was just so loud it registered when I when I watched it I was like I was just like whoa this is incredible and seeing the heartbreak on Sami Zayn's face and look and him looking at Jay Uso and Jay's like what are you doing man we're supposed to be brothers and Sami's like I'm sorry man I I I, I couldn't let this go on and then of course Sami sealed his own fate he got whacked by by the rest of the bloodline except for Jay Uso Jay Uso the man who who Sammy tried so hard to to uh to win over for months and he eventually did Jay Uso the same man who actually defended Sami Zayn at, in the tribal court in last week's episode of Monday Night Raw he couldn't stomach seeing the rest of his family, his cousins, uh, lay the boots onto 
Sami Zayn. And Jey Uso just rolls out of the ring and walks away. Tears in his eyes. Heartbroken. Because you see, because Jey Uso finally, maybe he's finally beginning to see just how toxic and manipulative his older cousin is. Because seeing Sammy get beat down, Jay, it flat, you flash back to 2020, where main event Jay Uso was trying his best to 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 claim his independence and win the Universal Championship from Roman Reigns and to no avail despite his best efforts and Jey Uso had no choice but to fall in line seeing Sami Zayn get beat down he realizes all this talk about the bloodline and loyalty it's all bull he's just been used it's going to be very interesting to see where Jay goes from here are we going to see the return of main event Jey Uso are we going to see perhaps Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns for the for the Universal Championship at some point, or maybe maybe they're gonna have like their blow off match where Jay Uso can finally, you know, stake uh, you know stake his claim on his own, you know, go off go his own way. The possibilities are endless. Um, I, I would love to see how how WWE resolves the Jay Uso element of it because. I think that needs to come full circle. Someone who was browbeaten and manipulated into following his cousin's lead and only to see that at the end of the day, he's just a pawn. And what do you do? You know, what do you do from there? What what's what choices will you make moving forward? Um, and looking at the comments here, uh, Angela says Sammy is the greatest actor of our time. You know what? I I, I gotta agree. Like in, in terms of like you know professional wrestling, sports entertained. I was thoroughly sports entertained, and it's certainly like the the greatest ending I've seen in any WWE pay per view or any premium live event like that. Like like the ending of the Royal Rumble was such that I watched it three times back to back to back, and I was just stunned every time. Um, uh, uh, thank, thank you for the, thank you for the wonderful, uh, uh, compliments, uh, much appreciated. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I can see, I can see where I can see uh, some multiple directions where this can go. Like for example, with, with Cody Rhodes in the mix, um, you can have it to where, uh, Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, wants to challenge for perhaps just the uh, WWE championship. See, the WWE championship is the legacy belt that his father, Dusty, the late great Dusty Rhodes, never held. It's the it's the championship that his brother Dustin Rhodes, Goldust, never held either. So I could see Cody Rhodes. Um, maybe maybe the, maybe there could be a case where Roman has to defend both titles on two separate on the both separate nights of WrestleMania 39, and Cody Rhodes can go after the, the WWE championship, and maybe you can have Sami Zayn go after uh, Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Or maybe you can have um, Sammy and, and Kevin Owens team up to, to take the championship, the tag team to belts from the Usos. Um, we'll, we'll see. Like, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, uh, I, I'm just excited to see what the possibility, possibilities will be on the road to WrestleMania. Uh, but yeah, um, those, are, those are my thoughts for, uh, for the Royal Rumble uh, 2023. Um, and uh, 
as as we move forward, um, speaking of new stuff, uh, the Hollywood Reporter, um, uh, as per the Hollywood Reporter, uh, DC DC uh, has announced their new slate of upcoming films. Um, this uh, for for the next couple of years, and this and and, and their new slate actually has me rather curious. Um, let me just uh, take a moment here to change my background. All right, here we go. You know, as per the uh, story. <laughs> so, uh, so we have uh, DC, uh, DC Comics, which which is a uh, help. Well, or the DC Universe or DC Studios, uh, which is a. Uh, which is uh, spearheaded by director James Gunn and uh, and co-producer Peter Safran, and they've announced a new slate of films and TV shows in the DC universe, or the DCU for short. So now the DCEU or the DC Extended Universe, which consisted of the Zack Snyder films and Birds of Prey. Never forget, you know, we 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 wrap Birds of Prey around here. Okay, okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna leave it right here. Because I, I think we need justice for Birds of Prey. The fact that we're not getting a Birds of Prey sequel uh, really grinds my gears. But you know, it is what it is. But anyway, um, but yeah, as per the Hollywood Reporter, um, we are getting we're going to get a new slate of DC uh, shows and films. And the next uh, round of films and shows underneath uh, the DCU. Um, it's going to be called Gods and Monsters, or Chapter One: Gods and Monsters. So there's some some interesting um, uh, some interesting projects on the horizon. So I'll I'll run down the list here. Um, so the so the first uh, that the first uh, series that was listed for the upcoming DCU slate, uh, courtesy of James Gunn and Peter Safran, is an animated seven-episode series called Creature Commandos, which will be written by James Gunn. Uh, Creature Commandos is currently in production, and it's about... Uh, it, it was originally a team of classic monsters, like Frankenstein, Dracula, etc., assembled to fight Nazis. But this is going to be a modern take on the concept. Uh, voice actors have yet to be cast, um... But the executives are looking to find people who can voice the animated characters and also portray the live action versions where the antiheroes with the antiheroes to show up in movies and shows. So again, Creature Commandos I'm getting I'm getting a bit of um I'm getting a bit of like a Suicide Squad uh slash League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type vibe where you had like classic uh literary characters, now you have classic monster uh characters perhaps, you know, being assembling to uh fight the forces of evil. Hey, I I've never really heard of Creature Commandos, um, but you know, this is it sounds unique and you have it you have an assembly of, you know, eccentric and weird characters and, and creatures, which is right underneath uh, James Gunn's wheelhouse. If you've seen any of the Guardians of the Galaxy films or The Suicide Squad from 2021, um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what, what he can bring to the table with these characters. Um, looking at the comments here, we have Jim Savard. Yes, the man of a thousand opinions. Welcome, sir. He said, Birds of Prey is awesome. Big awesome. I love it. It was my favorite DCEU movie. I, too, am angry that Birds of Prey is not getting a sequel. I, I agree, Jim. I, I See, I'm, I'm glad that you and I are in the same boat right here. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Creature Commandos is one. 
Uh, another uh, spinoff, uh, which has been announced as part of the DCU slate, is Waller. Uh, which will be starring Viola Davis, who plays the immoral, uh, shadowy government figure, uh, Amanda Waller, who's the uh, lead of the uh, Suicide Squad, or Task Force X, as she calls it. Um, the, uh, this uh, this uh, Waller spinoff will be written by uh, Crystal Henry of Watchmen and Jeremy Carver, who's the creator of the Doom Patrol TV series. Um Okay. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm a huge fan of Viola Davis. Everything she does is there's no there's no such thing as a bad Viola Davis performance. So to see to see a bit more of her character and uh, what she can bring to the table in in a in a, in a spinoff series uh, would be rather interesting. Uh, perhaps like a, a sort of like a how to get away with murder vibes. Uh, perhaps um, you know I I, th- I think you know thinking of, thinking of it now. Uh, I always wonder, like, like what's what's a good, what's a compelling versus uh, when you have when you when it comes to these uh, these leadership figures who are corralling all of these uh, super powered beings. Um, if you if you had a match uh, between Amanda Waller and Nick Fury, who would win uh, uh, that battle? And I'm not and I'm and I'm not talking about like a physical like one on one like fisticuffs, but like in terms of like their resource management, in terms of like how they utilize their their key players in terms of their ruthlessness um, or their or their cunning and their ways to get the job done. Who would win in that fight? My money would be on Amanda Waller. Um, you could say Nick Fury. You know he has experience like with like dealing with like the Skrulls and and other and other uh, beings. But I say Amanda Waller has the edge because she's willing to go the distance. So even even in uncharted territory where perhaps Nick Fury might might not. You know, so it'd be interesting to see how this uh, how this um, uh, series unfolds with uh, Viola Davis in the mix. Uh, the next uh, DCU uh, project that was announced was Superman Legacy, um, which James Gunn is writing and may possibly direct, although he hasn't made any commitments. Um. So, in in Peter Safran's words, uh, Superman Legacy is the true kickoff for the duo's DCU plans. It's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He's the embodiment of truth, justice, and the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks that kindness is old-fashioned. And a release date of July 11th, 2025 has been penciled in. Um... I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be uh, a fine project. Um, I would have liked to have seen Henry Cavill, um, Henry Cavill, uh, reprise the role for at least one more uh, solo Superman film. I think uh, Henry Cavill deserves a good, uh, like a great uh, Superman film. Um, Man of Steel, you know, my, my opinion's kind of softened on it, but you know, it, it's it's not as n- not quite. Not quite as great as it should have been, although that's not, no no fault of of Henry Cavill. Um, I, I just, I'm just wondering who will be cast as this new Superman moving forward for the DCU. Um, I'm not sure, that, like, it, I'm not sure who who they would who they would place in that role. I can't, and it's hard for me to think about any actors that might that might be a compelling fit for the Man of Steel, but. You know, uh, you know, with with James Gunn writing it, hopefully it'll be. I'm expecting something that's uh, more enjoyable 
than the Zack Snyder uh, iteration of the Man of Steel. I, I, I don't want to see another, you know, clinically depressed, morose Christ figure. You know, I like to see someone, you know, who's like the big blue Boy Scout, you know, somebody who is earnest, somebody who, you know, embodies embodies being a symbol of humanity. You know, I, I want to see like an actual Superman that's, you know, happy to be there instead of moping around that, you know, the world is on his shoulders. He has all this power and, you know, and, you know, just having like a big mope session, you know, for two and a half hours, like we saw a Man of Steel. Um one thing I one thing that I would like to see in in a in a future Superman movie is uh, a stronger presence from some of the more from some of the supporting characters, like perhaps Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen can take a bigger, uh, more proactive, um, uh, proactive roles in the next Superman film. So instead of like Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen being like, you know, being in need of saving uh, from the Man of Steel, they can take a more active approach in in the storyline. Uh, you know, be, you know, Superman being like the the inspirational, you know, beacon of hope and humanity. It'd be interesting to see, you know, two decidedly, you know, regular regular human beings, regular schmoes like Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen, sort of like having to step it up um, uh, to to aid the Man of Steel. And it'd be interesting to see to see that di- dynamic in a way that we haven't really seen before in either the comics or any of the previous iterations of Superman on screen. But those are my thoughts about that. Uh, next, the next DCU project on tap is Lanterns, uh, which is Greg Berlanti's Long in the Works Green Lanterns TV series. Well, that that's actually been scrapped. Um, in its place will be a new take on uh, the Green Lantern uh, franchise. According to uh, Peter Safran, he says, quote, Our vision for this is very much in the vein of True Detective. It's terrestrial-based. Um, the, the Lanterns... Um, show will feature uh hal jordan and john stewart and this play this will play a really big role in leading into the main story uh, that james gunn and saffron are telling across film and tv uh, green lantern meets true De- true detective sounds like a, sounds like a rather compelling um mixture you know if you have if you have the the acting and and and, and the thematic depth of, of True Detective. It doesn't have to go as dark as as that show, mind you, but in terms of like writing quality, acting quality, then absolutely I would love to see uh their take on, on Lanterns in that respect. Uh just to see uh Hal Jordan, John Stewart, and especially Guy Gardner, um a, a a live action version of Guy Gardner especially would be rather compelling. Um cause, because uh, I, I think because I think the you know the Ryan Reynolds film that we've had like from I believe 2011, 2012, it wasn't doing it for anybody. I mean, even Ryan Reynolds uh, didn't like the film very much. So to see uh, a a live action uh, Green Lantern uh, series or or the next slate of films that can do it justice would be most welcome. The next uh, DCU uh, movie um, that's been announced is called The Authority. Uh, the Authority, it's going to be a movie based on a team of superheroes with rather extreme methods of protecting the planet. Uh, this this series first originated in the late 1990s under the Wildstorm imprint, uh, which was run by uh, D, the D, uh, artist and now head of DC Publishing, Jim Lee. 
uh, according to according to James Gunn, he says one of the things of the DCU is that it's not a it's not just a story of heroes and villains. Not every film and TV show is going to be about good guy versus bad guy, uh, or giant things from the sky comes and good guy wins. Uh, there are white hats, black hats, and gray hats. Uh, uh, Peter Safran also added, quote, They are kind of like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. They know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. Okay, so an- again, another team of um, uh, anti-heroes, perhaps. Um, yeah, I- I'm wondering, between the-, between the Authority and Suicide Squad and um, the earlier Creature Commandos, you know, I'm starting to see. I'm starting to uh, see see like, see a pattern of like you know a group of you know unique misfits coming together. You know, gruff, rough and tumble coming together for to unite against uh, one uh, common cause. You know, um, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 see how that goes. Um, I, I'm I'm not. Sh- I mean, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of overseeing yet another uh, group of of anti-heroes with unique and quirky eccentric personalities, you know, clashing against each other and they got to learn, you know, the power of friendship and teaming up. It's like, okay, all right. You know, we've got that with guardians and and suicide squad, but who knows, maybe authority will uh, yield uh, a fresh approach um, um, to that uh, tried and true formula. Uh, But the one, but the one, um, DCU property that does pique my interest above all is Paradise Lost. And Paradise Lost is described by uh, Saffron and Gunn as a Game of Thrones style drama that's that's set on the all-female island that is Wonder Woman's Themyscira. So Themyscira uh, filled with political intrigue and scheming, sort of like a Game of Thrones-esque uh, show uh, taking place on that island. It's going to be an HBO Max series. That one I'm actually I'm actually curious about. Uh, Paradise Lost is going to take place before the events of the Wonder Woman films, so I wonder if they're going to bring back uh, Connie Nielsen and Robin Wright, or if they're just going to recast those roles. Uh, but I, I would be very interested in seeing Paradise Lost um, unfold. Hopefully, it won't end. I mean, I'm pretty sure it won't end like the original Game of Thrones. I mean, I've said a lot about that ending, but. Um, it, it makes me think of Wonder Woman Historia, which is like a three-part, a new three-part uh, miniseries, which was a uh, 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 was just finished its run on D- in DC Comics. Uh, Wonder Woman Historia, which sort of explores the the untold history of the Amazons. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, so if if they can get some of that vibe from that uh, three-part miniseries into Paradise Lost, then I'll certainly be a a, a, a big fan of the series uh, once it once it hits. And 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 as someone who's been a fan of the Wonder Woman films, and even 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 the flawed uh, mixture that is Wonder Woman eighty four, to see more live action Wonder Woman content in the form of Paradise Lost is most welcome. Taking a moment here. All right. Uh, next one, uh, we are going to get another uh, Batman film separate from the Robert Pattinson films, which are still. Um, which are still in production. Uh, we're going for the DCU. We are going to get a Batman film called "The Brave and the Bold," and this will be the introduction of the DC Universe Batman um, of Bruce Wayne, and it will also introduce uh, Damian Wayne as Robin, who's like just basically a jumped-up little shit who's uh, Bruce Wayne's murderous teenage son. 
Um, according to a Hollywood Reporter, uh, the Brave and the Bold will take inspiration from the from the now classic Batman run written by Grant Morrison that introduced Batman to a son he never knew existed. Um, it's going to be a very strange father and son story. Hey, you know what? Um, I, we haven't really, I don't, no, we haven't seen Damian Wayne, um, uh, a live action version on screen. So to see that, to see a, a, a kid who's willing to take lives into his own hands, um, where whereas his father is decidedly against killing, that's going to be a very interesting d- dynamic to see uh, portrayed on screen. And speaking of Batman, um, uh, shifting gears, uh, Robert Pattinson will uh, will uh, reprise his role as the Dark Knight in the Batman Part Two, which will be released on October third, twenty twenty five, uh, which will also once again be directed by Matt Reeves. Um, I believe that the Batman sequel is going to be under the DC uh, the DC Elseworlds. Um, label uh, for films so any dc uh live action film that falls outside of the james gunn peter saffron dc universe scope will go under dc elseworlds i believe joker and its uh, upcoming sequel uh, with lady gaga will also fall under the dc elseworlds banner and i'm all for that um like i like i said in 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 previous episodes of the podcast and and victor's corner um to see i would like to see dc and marvel for that for that matter have like a separate uh, division where you have Elseworlds uh, takes on on heroes and villains. You know, you can have like the mainline mainline MCU or DCU uh, with, with with which which in which all of these films and shows uh, share uh, unified continuity. But it'd be great to have a separate line that that's divorced from all that. So you can have an Elseworlds line. Which, which is more filmmaker-driven, which you can see more unique and riskier takes of these, of these heroes that we've seen, you know, for the past, like, 20 or 30 years uh, on screen. So I'm look, re- really looking forward to seeing the Batman sequel, the Batman Part 2 with Robert Pattinson. I don't know if, um, if, if they're still planning on completing a trilogy or if Part 2 is going to be a conclusion, but in, in either case, I am looking forward to seeing uh, the Batman Part 2 once that drops. Um, and wrapping up here, we ha- we have two more uh, two more DCU uh, uh, announced uh, projects. Uh, we have one a series on HBO Max uh, based on Booster Gold, um, which is based on a unique and lower tiered hero created created in 1986. Um, according to Peter Safran, uh, Booster Gold is about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back to, to today and pretend to be a superhero. Uh, James Gunn described it as a, quote, imposter syndrome as superhero. All right. So, you know, it'd be great to see like a sort of like a sort of like the resident goof of the DC universe, it seems. Um, I don't know too much about Booster Gold. Um, uh, I, th- I think the most memorable the most memorable storyline I've seen Booster Gold involved in was, of course, the death of Superman, where Doomsday slammed his head into a car door. And I'm like, okay, all right, that's the character. Uh, but hey, um, I'm sure there are big Booster Gold fans out there who are really looking forward to this series. But hey, we'll see how it unfolds. And last but not least, we also have uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, which is uh, inspired from the recent Tom King uh, written miniseries. Uh, it's going to be a film, Super Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. It promises to have a different take 
um, on on the on the Supergirl character, uh, according to. I think according to James Gunn and Peter Safran, they say, quote, uh, we will see the difference between Superman who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant versus Supergirl raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton, and who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life and then come to Earth. She is much more hardcore and not the Supergirl we're used to, end quote. Okay, so it looks like we're going to get a... A bit of a darker take on the Supergirl character. Um, hey, I'm, I'm hey, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm not I'm not versed I'm not well versed in Supergirl lore, so um, and I haven't seen the the, the 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 television series, so I can't really speak to whether or not this will this will be a, a really cool take or not. But hey, I'm looking forward to seeing what what Gun uh, brings to the table there. I don't know who's going to be uh, writing or directing that uh, project, but um, if it's based on if it's based on a Tom King written series, then hey, I think we're in for something. We're in for a treat because Tom King is an excellent writer. Like his Mister Miracle run was great. Uh, of course, his work on Batman and his current um, uh, Image Comics series Love Everlasting, uh, which is a very interesting read. If you haven't seen that, if you haven't read that yet, you should check it out. Love Everlasting from Image Comics. Um, yeah, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they uh, we'll see what they bring to the table with Supergirl. But uh, yeah, uh, once again, um, uh, an interesting slate of films coming down the pike for DC Universe. And again, all of this is under the uh, umbrella that they call Chapter One: Gods and Monsters. So, so hey, uh, we'll see, we'll see what the uh, larger end game is. I don't know if it's gonna lead like lead to like a big bad a la like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like with Thanos and now with Kang the Conqueror. Um, I don't know if it's going to lead to another like version of Dark Side or or whatever other huge um, a u- universe universe destroying uh, villain is is going to take the reins. But but hey, um, at, at least at least the positive thing is that uh, DC now has a vision. They have they have a series of films and shows that's going to be more unified in in their um, uh, in their storytelling. We've got James Gunn and Peter Safran, so we have two heads, uh, uh, two heads working to to make sure that this vision uh, unfolds and gets off the ground. And yeah, who knows? We'll we'll see how the how the DC uh, universe unfolds. I hope it's better. I hope it's much more consistent than what we've had in the DC extended universe, um, which had some winners, of course, like Wonder Woman and The Suicide Squad from twenty twenty one. But I like to see much more consistency across the board uh, for DC moving forward. I still want to see a Birds of Prey sequel because what I have here in my hands, people, this is the this is the 4K steelbook of Birds of Prey, directed by Kathy Yan, Margot Robbie, um, you know, Rosie Perez, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Ewan McGregor. Just a wonderful cast, man. I, I, I'm I'm still sad that we're not going to get a Birds of Prey sequel. Hopefully, and I'll, I'll take an Elseworlds version. Maybe, maybe we can have a filmmaker 
you know, just, you know, take birds of prey. Maybe Kathy Yan can, can, can do it again. And maybe instead of putting it in the mainline DCU, maybe we can see birds of prey re- revisited in the DC Elseworlds banner. Because I, I do want to see these characters again. Because birds, I had so much fun with birds of prey. I think, I think a lot of people, you know, poo pooed on it, you know, unfairly. And I, I, I do want to see Margot Robbie mix it up again one more time as Harley Quinn. And I, I do want to see that, that, that assembly of characters. You know, Chris Stewart asks, but why? You know why? Because Birds of Prey is better than Man of Steel. And you know this in your heart of hearts. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's, that's that for the DCU slate. Um, I know that, I know that for the DC extended universe, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran, they are going to, you know, essentially burn off the rest of the um, of the DC of the announced uh, DC uh, EU line. Like I know this this March we're gonna get the um, next Shazam film, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Um, in this this summer we're gonna, we're gonna get Ezra Miller's Ezra Miller's Flash, which I have no interest in to be honest because Ezra Miller is a menace and they need to be stopped. And yeah, I'm sure that they're you know getting help rehab and all this, but you know what, if if it was any other actor, they'd probably get shit canned, you know, and, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't be, you know, they would probably wouldn't receive an opportunity to get a chance to sort of like rehab their image. So, you know, let, let, let Ezra Miller's flash be a tax write off for all I care. Yes. I know that Michael Keaton's Batman is going to make an appearance as old Bruce Wayne, a la Batman beyond. And I'm sure that's going to be cool to see, but you know what? If it comes out on HBO Max, I'll I'll probably watch it. I'll probably fast forward it just for that scene, or I'll probably watch like a YouTube clip and then be like, "Oh, that's cool," and then just move on with my life. And then uh, wrapping up the DC EU, we're gonna have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which is coming out this December, I believe. So, yeah, that'll be it. That'll be it for the DC EU. Um, you know, uh. I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of sad to see that you know Henry Cavill is not coming back and Gal Gadot is not uh, gonna reprise her role as Wonder Woman. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just wondering who's gonna take the reins of those uh, iconic characters in the DCU uh, because that hasn't been announced yet. But um, hopefully, uh, hopefully James Gunn has a has a great and you know firm vision for those characters. Um, and speaking of Superman, um, I think Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, Black Superman is going to be part of the DC Elseworlds um, banner. So that's so that film will still be in production as well. So I'm looking forward to that too. So yeah, that so yeah that about uh, wraps it up for uh, this uh, this episode, this edition of uh, Victor's Corner, uh, an impromptu episode, but. Um, one that I just wanted to kind of throw out there uh, nonetheless, uh, since we didn't have a, a full-on Codex Prime uh, 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 podcast, hopefully we'll be back next week uh, with some more uh, nerdy goodness and magic. Uh, you can follow our show. Uh, once again, we're on uh, Facebook Live Tuesday nights, uh, 8, 8 p.m.-ish Eastern Standard Time. Uh, all of our episodes, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you, can fo- you can find us on all um podcast platforms spotify soundcloud apple podcasts um stitcher iHeartRadio. just google us codex prime podcast and you'll find us uh, wherever um we're also on twitter uh, at codex Primecast and instagram at codex prime podcast 
So yeah, uh, that about wraps it up for this uh, this week's episode. Tune in next week. Uh, same Codex time, same Codex channel. And once again, thank you to everybody in the chat. Big shout-outs to Angela Marindola, uh, Jim Savard, and Chris Stewart, a.k.a. your main man, Stubert. Um, looking forward to seeing, looking forward to listening to uh, your next episode of the Pop Stew podcast. Uh, 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 hopefully, you, hopefully, y'all will drop that real soon. Um, as always, I will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. And uh, watch Birds of Prey. <laughs>